This Saturday, April 8th, at the Exiting Apple Park Space. Irregardless. A comedy variety show starring some of Baltimore's greatest comedian talent. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's okay, you can just do it. It's just just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless. With me, your host, Mark Scalia. So, oh my God, I need a new set of headphones. I love my headphones, but fuck, are they just temperamental? Anyway, hey guys, <laughs> I'll get into them. Fucking believe me, there's a lot today. But if you're listening to the sound of my voice, thank you, first and foremost. And if you are listening to my voice, you're listening one of three ways through my website, markscalia.com. And check out more of that website. I always update the calendar and I'm putting more videos, hopefully. I'll do the videos soon. And if you want to be more participant, you just don't have to listen. You can be part of the show. You click that speaker box that you're listening to and that will send you right over to the broadcasting site, which is Mixler, M-I-X-L-R. Dot com, and then you can sign on using a Facebook address, and then you can be part of our live chat. And the third way you can listen is if you cannot listen live, because that's how we broadcast, you can listen to the slightly edited for time podcast version of the show, available through Google Play and iTunes, or iTunes and Google Play, depending on what you're doing. So I'm a little glitchy tonight, I'll be honest with you. But I'm going to start the show, as I always do, with the Happening Now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? That's it. When? Just now. We're at now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. I am having so many problems with my goddamn headphones. For those of you who don't know, I love my headphones. And these headphones are realistic. They're a realistic brand. They're probably 20 years old, at a minimum, minimum 20 years old. They're probably more like 25 or 30 years old, and I love them. They're fantastic, but they are a little fucking temperamental. Like every once in a while, the right ear goes out for no reason. Like if I don't move my head, if I move my head, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Just fucking nightmare. What's this? Back. Oh, hi, Kai. Kim. Kim was doing laundry. That's how exciting my show is. People just go, hey, uh, until something happens, I'm going to do some laundry. <laughs> anyway, so hi, Kim, by the way, and hope your laundry came out all right. People don't steal your laundry because <laughs> that's a thing, apparently. <laughs> that is a thing. Mark, can you, you have to go 60 minutes without saying fuck. No. Oh, speaking of that, let me do this. I was going through, 
Uh, this is part of it. Uh, as part of my house cleaning and house organization, I started get, uh, back up a little bit. Easter's coming, and I play the Easter Bunny every single year, holding the kids, uh, taking pictures, walking around, smiling. Well, not smiling, but waving and smiling under the mask. And I've been doing it for about probably three or four years. Now, the costume I absolutely love. It's a great costume. But the problem is, it's, you know, it's fairly expensive. It's a fairly expensive costume. So instead of me, I just, long story short, I bought one. I bought a giant fucking bunny. I bought bought a giant Easter bunny costume. The same one I wear every year. So as a result, I need place to put it because I live in a very small house and I have limited space. So I was cleaning out all my old costumes. I have old shirts and pants and props and things like that so i went through a bunch and i got rid of so much stuff and felt a little depressed too because i'm like i love this suit oh fuck i can't fit in that anymore (laughs) and it's here's the funny thing it's not that i've gained so much weight i don't fit into the clothes but i barely fit into those clothes when i was wearing them and they're almost 20 years old so there's absolutely did you hop on over to the local costume shop I don't know if that's you talking, the laundry talking, or the X-Files talking. I don't know which it is. (laughs) But as I was cleaning out all my costuming, I found this little pin. Now, I believe it it says it's a circular pin. It's just like a tie tack. And it says AF. Now, I think it stands for Abercrombie and Finch. But it it could say as fuck. (laughs) So what I'm going to do is I'm wearing this pen that says AF on it because I'm Mark as fuck. <laughs> Long way to go for a punchline. I don't care. It's a funny little punchline. It's uh, really good. So that's the first thing with a costume. Now, uh, because that was very recent and I've been buying stuff on Amazon, but stuff that I really need, I bought keyboard covers, which... You wouldn't think, hey, who used keyboard covers? But I bought two keyboard covers, and they were they arrived a few hours before the bunny did, <laughs> which is great. I've gone through a couple keyboards with my Mac because I try to you try to clean it, and you don't get it wet. But the stuff they tell you to do is like alcohol. If you get any like a drop of alcohol, it shorts the fucking board out. It's horrible. Some bunny is cranky. Fuck it. Stop with the rabbit puns. My love of Jesus. The thing is, I love buying shit online now. Absolute love it. When I was a kid, I would get, I would send away for comic books. And it was like the best thing. And my mother would write a check and then you'd send it out. And then I'd be like, oh, I can't. Now, this was way before the internet. So you didn't know when they were coming. Like you couldn't track it. Now it's even worse. When you track something, there's so much anxiety. It's like, come on, bitches. Just got off the truck. Come on, deliver it. It's like watching it in real time. And I loved getting packages in the mail. Like, not letters. I don't give a fuck about letters. Like, even checks. I don't care about checks. Like, I like checks. But certainly, if I get a package in the mail, I'm fucking happy. I absolutely love packages in the mail. It just... And because I ordered this, and it was a giant fucking box that showed up. And my wife was like, I just heard a bang. Did you order something? <laughs> yes, I did. 
come on, Amazon. I scared the cat. It was a big box. Oh, yeah, and then I put the bunny hat on, and the cat was freaking out. <laughs> I love Amazon, too. Totally love Amazon. Like, absolutely love, love, love Amazon. And I may become a, a member of Amazon Prime just so I can buy stuff at a discount. Plus, we get channels and stuff, which leads me into a nice segue, cable. I was watching the big game, and YouTube has live TV now. And I'm not a big fan of paying as much money as I am. Like, I love Comcast and Xfinity. I love the fact that we can go anywhere and we can piggyback the Wi-Fi and it's the the TV on demand app and I can watch in my house and blah, 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 and all the streaming. Everything's fantastic. Absolutely love it. My only problem, my only problem is it costs so goddamn much. It's ridiculously expensive. So my thing is, why don't we just pay for the internet and the home phone? And then what we'll do is we'll just get, what's this? Uh, Prime is amazing. The MC stream is, was terrible. Kept cutting out. Can you watch live TV through Amazon Prime, Kim? The reason I won't give up cable is because of live TV. And my wife is a channel surfer. She'll like go through and figure out what's on. And, you know, because she doesn't watch TV. Like she doesn't watch shows. She just will watch a bunch of different things and scan through and blah, blah, blah. And I kind of do that too, but not so much now. Because the way TV is kind of laid out, or you follow a network and you don't follow when the show is on timing wise, you just watch new episodes when they come out. So I watch TV like that, but that's what I want to do. I want to switch out. I want to get rid of Comcast for TV and I just want to have the internet and I don't, or even if I have like basic channels and that's it because they charge you for the boxes. It's like six bucks for a fucking regular box. The New England Patriots played the Philadelphia Eagles last Sunday, and they did not pull out the win. It was close, but they did not pull out the win. Both teams played very well. And, of course, even the New England fans, which I don't get, just really hating on the Patriots. And I'm like, it was a good game. Everybody played hard. There was some controversy with Malcolm Butler not playing and Apparently, he had weed. <laughs> Let them be a listen to you, kids. Anyway, so there was some, but they didn't win. And everybody's like, see, Tom Brady is no longer the greatest. And I'm like, he lost one fucking Super Bowl. He's been to five. We've been to like 10. <laughs> We've been to 10 in the past 15 years. I mean, what the fuck? Do you have to win them all? I don't think you do, but whatever. I was, you know, I was actually happy for the Eagles school. They showed that hundred-year-old guy who was sitting there in a chair, and I thought of every fucking Red Sox fan ever. I'm not a huge fan of Philly because the fans are insane, and it's hysterical because they were showing the footage, and they showed this fucking these people flipping cars over, and they go, "Only three arrested." I'm like, "What? You have the footage? <laughs> what?" Anyway. We got some snow today. It's February. It snows. It's the winter. Coming in a little heavy, a little wet, a little heavy. They canceled fucking school. Like canceled school because of snow. Yesterday, they went, we could get 
two to four inches. Let's cancel school. Are you insane? This is what this is why I'm glad I have a short shelf life because I don't want to be around for the next 50 years to deal with these fucking people who are now inheriting the planet. Crazy. And now it's all rain. It's all rain and snow's gone. So it's fucking. Uh, anyway, let's change the subject because I'm getting angry. Just fucking angry. I am cranky. I'm a cranky bunny. <laughs> But since we got a couple nice guests, let's see. Um, it turned into ice skating rink in Boston when it changed over to rain. Where the hell is the salt? <laughs> On the margarita. <laughs> Where it should be. But you know something? Hey, guys, uh, let's do this real quick because I want to get to my guest. Let's play a real quick round of I Remember That Show. I remember that show. It was a game where I play you a TV theme, and you just guess the TV show. That's it. Super easy. Ready to get those on? Almost a minute worth. If you if you guys don't get this, of course, <laughs> I'm ready to go, Jerry. <laughs> it is Seinfeld. <laughs> I don't know if you listen to the whole theme. It's <laughs> it's all keyboard. This it's not even a real band. It's like one, maybe two keyboards. That's, <laughs> that's it. Karen, aren't you there in the room? Just shout it out. <laughs> Karen is not in the room. Karen is in the bedroom, and I am in the office. But since, Kim, you got that. You got it, dude. You got it. So you got one. How about this one? Streaks on the china never mattered before. Who cares when you got Oh, she nailed that one too. As you came through the door, no one glared. But sometimes things get turned around and no one spared. All hands look out below. There's a change in the status quo. Gonna need all the help that we can get. They took a minute and two seconds for that fucking theme. Can you? The, the mentality of today's television watchers would never deal with a minute of intro. I have a hard enough time getting through my intro and having you guys stay on long enough for it. <sighs> Trying to watch Mr. Belvedere. Kim got another one. Yeah, that's two for two. 
see if Kim can make it the hat trick. How about this one? This is it. This is it. This is life. Go on, you get to go and have a ball. This is it. This is it. Straight ahead. Can she make the hat trick? One day at a time, she did it. Big finish, here we go. Again, like over a minute long. Can you even, like I watched the new Star Trek and it's maybe, maybe 20 seconds worth of intro. Most shows are not that long intro. It's just insane. <laughs> People are like, get to it, get to it, get to it, get to it. <laughs> now, if you watch Netflix, you can skip the intro. Karen just wrote down one day at a time. Schneider always had a pack of smokes in his sleeves and never smoked. <laughs> that is true. He did have a pack of smokes and he didn't smoke. And nobody questioned it. <laughs> anyway, let's take our first break. And when we come back, we have a special guest, a returning guest. Karen Scalia of Salem Food Tours will be joining us. Why, you say? Well, let's talk to her and you'll find out. We'll be right back. You're listening to Radio Irregardless. Welcome to another installment of Radio Irregardless's History. For all its popularity, history doesn't give us any guarantees as to the origins of Valentine's Day. But we do know it contains vestiges of the early Christian church and ancient Rome. The association between mid-February and romance goes back to a pagan festival known as Lupercalia. Lupus, could you go somewhere else while I'm eating? You make me sick. Likely honoring either Lupa, the she-wolf of Rome, Who suckled Romulus and Remus? <laughs> Good morning, Miss Nelly. Or Faunus, their god of fertility. Did you ring Fawn Leibowitz for me? Fawn Leibowitz. The festivities began with an animal sacrifice. Then the ritualistic slapping of young women with strips of the animal's skin and blood to bestow fertility for the coming year. I don't need to be spanked. I'm a good girl. Um, I've been spanked. I'm not into it, but I, I mean, I asked for it at the time. In the 5th century, perhaps in an effort to Christianize the pagan festival, Pope Gelasius declared February 14th as St. Valentine's Day. As for the real St. Valentine, there were reportedly several canonized by the church. Legend has it that one St. Valentine, a defiant Roman priest, lived during the 3rd century AD under Emperor Claudius II. But make your mind up to it, Claudius. For good or ill, they've made you emperor. If you don't accept, you won't survive. Father Valentine defied the emperor, continuing to marry young lovers in secret. 
The emperor eventually caught on to the priest's actions, arrested him, and sentenced him to death. The story continues that the condemned father Valentine fell in love with his jailer's daughter. On February 14th, the day he was executed, it is said he passed the young girl a note. It was signed from your Valentine. Is Valentine's Day. This has been Radio Irregardless's History. Hi, this is Pat Napoli. I'm on Irregardless with Mark Scalia, and I can't believe I'm doing this tonight. I, I should be washing my cat. But anyways, that's it. That's my life. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and joining me via the, I don't even know what to call Oh, it's the Facebook messaging app. That's it. Karen Scalia, everybody. You there, honey? I'm here. Can you hear me okay? There we go. Yes, we can. Yes. Now, here's the tricky thing. You might say, why is Karen calling in when she is in the other room? (laughs) Why is Karen calling in when she's in the other room? Because for one reason only, my other microphone is set up in a different bag, and I didn't feel like bringing out the cables and setting you up with the whole thing, and you would have to stand there with a mic in your hand. I don't have another mic stand and a rack and blah, 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 blah. And it's easier just to do this. Oh, well, thank you. Yes. <laughs> and you don't sound as good, but it's still fine. It's still okay. So, yeah. <laughs> well, so, thanks for having me on tonight. Well, I brought you on for a couple reasons. One, we, you and I have been having a lot of discussions about of Salem Food Tours and how wonderful it's been going. Oh, thank you, Kim says the website looks snazzy. Thank you, Kim. Well, that's the reason we had you on because you have a, you've renovated, revamped, reboot, whatever the kids are saying today. (laughs) You've upgraded your website from a static kind of website to now all these bells and whistles and moving things. Yeah. Tell everybody about the new website and how it, it's. I'll tell you what. Why don't we do that? Why don't we just walk through it? To be honest with you, I have not even done the whole thing yet. <laughs> I haven't. Was, I'll tell you, it's uh, building a new website is uh, a lot of work, um, but it was well worth it. It was really exciting. I learned a lot. I, wor- I worked with a great company, uh, Kate Cotter from Strategy Implemented, and. It was a learning experience. I kind of knew after five and a half years where I wanted the website to go, so I wasn't starting from scratch in that way. But things have changed in five and a half years. And so we both, uh, the vision I had and her skill, uh, we were able to come together and, and create something I'm really, really happy with. Now, I'm on the website now, and the first page, it's very different looking. It's I guess this is like the new look of websites. You're supposed to do stuff. and it's yes. the so there's, <laughs> This it, is a there, responsive website with a large, what's called a large hero on the home page. Uh, that's that big image, and, um, and then the navigation button's right at the top there. So people can learn about the tours, they can book a tour, they can ask questions, etc. 
So if you keep scrolling down, if for those of you, I would do this right now because Karen loves her analytics when it comes to the website. Uh, <laughs> if you click it, if you keep on scrolling down, you can book a tour, learn more of the tour partners. But let's before we get into that, you've got four different kinds of tours now. I do. Um, I've got the regular food tours. I have our morning coffee walks, spirits trolleys, private tours, and then I even have kind of sub tours below that. I've got like, um, you know, bridal tours and um, weekend kickoff tours. So we can kind of custom craft anything, but we also offer a wide variety of things now throughout the year, which is really exciting and necessary because Salem gets really busy, for example, in October. And um, so on the weekends, uh, leading up to the weekends on Fridays, we offer a mini tour, which helps visitors kind of find their way and, and get to know the city. Um, in a more condensed version of our regular food tour. Oh. Now, I'm, I'm reading your three quotes, and you have one from a woman called Beth R., and then a TripAdvisor <laughs> member, and then it says Karen S. Is that you? It's not me. <laughs> Why would you do that? I didn't pick that one. Kate picked that one. <laughs> That's the first thing. Well, why wouldn't you change the name then? <laughs> I think she was just being honest. Uh, I guess her name, you know, come on, Karen S. That's pretty common. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really common. First of all, it's the internet, so honesty is not the best policy. But everybody knows everything on the internet's fake news. <laughs> it's how do I know that's not you quoting you? <laughs> exactly. Well, they can go to TripAdvisor and they could see our reviews, which we're really um, very proud of. Um, yeah, it's it's exciting. I, what I love most about the website is it's not just about learning about the tours, but it's going to be a great way for people to know what's happening with my tour partners in Salem and um, and kind of keep up on all sorts of food news because uh, so, there's a lot going on in the city. Well, that's a nice that's a nice little segue to the next thing because when if you go to the title, like I'm all the way down the bottom, it says Salem mm -hmm. Food Tours Home Our Tours About Us. When you go to about about us, it says our tour partners, and when you click, yes. when you click that, this is like your this is. Let me see if I can explain this. This is like your crowning jewel, or it is. at least one of the one of the highest one of the most important pieces of the website. You highlight everybody that you no well all the tour partners. Um, now, granted, when you're on a tour, you may not go to all these stops, but you highlight them as if you're advertising for them. Yeah, what what started happening really early on in the tours um, is the customers would call me back and um, I, we start me back up a little bit. At the end of a tour, my tour guests get a sheet of all the places we went to. Uh, they get an email back, uh, the locations we went to, what they tasted, and then a link to that website and Facebook page. And I always have had a tour partners page. What I'm really excited about this page now is that this is super user friendly. So if someone's coming to Salem and they can't do a tour with me, but they're looking for family-friendly dining, they can simply click on family-friendly and it's going to sort my tour partners and show them the different places that they'd be really comfortable with. It's suggested. You know, a lot of places, you know, kind of you can go to many places that, you know, are family-friendly or have pizza and things like that. But it really helps the guest find the right location for them and also helps my tour partners uh, who are just so wonderful, um, but promote their product as well. So this is this is probably my favorite new page on the website beside the calendar. I absolutely love my tour partner page. It, and it, and we hope people use this as a dining guide. Right. I was just going to say that. It's more of a 
Because you have all the grouping, like you have all, then you have Asian inspired, then you have bakery, yeah. bar, pub, breakfast, brewery. Because you suppose, uh, let's see, we want to, we just want to go for coffee, and you click coffee. AJ King comes up, Gulu Gulu, uh, Jody B Bakes, Milk and Honey Grocery, and yep. Ugly. Mo- Is it Milk and Honey Green Grocer or Grocery? Milk and Honey Green Grocer. Green Grocer. I just don't yeah. like the word grocer. <laughs> it seems like it's more gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's an old-fashioned word <laughs> well, so is gross nobody says gross anymore <laughs> oh you know even if you live in salem people know there is just so much there's such a big food scene here it's a little overwhelming and so this kind of just like i said helps navigate folks uh to kind of find what they're looking for in a quick way but they could certainly go through every single page here and each of my partners now has um their own page on my website you can just click on one of their logos and and it takes you to their private page with some more detailed information and a link to their website, which, of course, would love you to visit their website because they're going to have all the information there. One would say that there's almost too many choices. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, there's room for some things. I think we're all set with pizza for a little while. I think Salem has got pizza So much down. pizza. We don't need any more pizza for a God, while. Pizza. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I love the fact that we're also doing pop-ups in Salem and there's some special events. Uh, you know, you have the folks uh, like uh, John Andrews and Creative North Shore, um, but doing a lot of pop-up events in Salem, which is exciting because it's just kind of above and beyond a lot of the menus that we have here. There's even a... Um, a food truck festival in uh, in the fall, but there's a lot of great things happening in the city food-wise, and a lot of specials and stuff that my tour partners run that kind of are unique that are not normally on their menu. Um, they'll kind of stretch past themselves and and do some fun specials. So it's hard to keep up. There's just so much good stuff going on here, so many delicious things going on. Now here's where it gets super super deluxe easy. Everything is under Salem Food Tours. So it's this is, again, Karen Scalia, and she's under Salem Food Tours on Twitter, that way, on Facebook, that way, on Instagram. Is it, is it Instagram? Yep. It is Instagram. Instagram, <laughs> Instagram is I still- a Pinterest page, too, but honestly, I, I just, it's social media is... You know, six full-time jobs wrapped into one itself. Oh, so, um, it. yeah, we're, so we've got presents it. pretty much everywhere, which is nice. And I'm sure some of the ones I've put up, well, people will find it. Well, that's the thing. Like, nobody's on Facebook anymore. Everybody's on Snapchat. I, I don't I, know what the Snapchat is. Snapchat? Is it, is it, I don't know. It's, it's like fucking, <laughs> what is I don't care for it. <laughs> you know what I want to do? I want the internet to work for me. I don't have to figure out, you know, I don't. like a car is easy. A stick is easy. A hammer is yeah. easy. This is, well, you know how to use this, right? You got to do this. You got to do and go, go fuck yourself. I love Facebook posts. <laughs> you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to change. I'm going to change that. Remember, I played a game. I haven't played in a while, but uh, you got something on your face book. <laughs> and I was going to do that. Yeah. Facebook's done. Like it's done. If it wasn't everywhere as a sign on, it would be fucking done. My dog died. John. John likes, likes my your post. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. exactly. I mean, it's, you know, I want to, you know, extend condolences to somebody who loses a family pet, mm-hmm. but it's like, I don't know. They like they need more emojis. They, they need more subtler oh. ones. But you I know? don't. But I don't, don't want to like that your dog died. You know, oh, but, it's a weird thing. I don't know. In the past, like six months, everybody's got a pet fucking died. Every fucking pet. You but know me. I like cats. I like cats. I like dogs. <laughs> I just don't give a fuck about, you know. I didn't post that I fucking sold my car. (laughs) 
I had that car longer than most people have pets. <laughs> I hate your fucking pets. Anyway, let's do this. Let's regroup and see what's on my Facebook. Let's take a break. I may play a little bit of trivia with you. I didn't prep a game. Because I just wanted to oh, talk good. to you about yeah. I'm never good at the games. No, I'm not you're good at the I mean, unless they're like, I don't know, Downton Abbey references. I'm oh, not good at the games. Dear God. All right, let's take a break. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to Radio Regardless. We'll be right back. Hopefully. With Downton Abbey. On this episode of Real Celebrity Rumors, The Flintstones. The show first aired on September 30th, 1960, but was cancelled six years later, due to the one-a-day vitamin scandal. More difficulties came, when Fred's dog died by choking on a brontosaurus bone. A police autopsy revealed later it was actually from, an apatosaurus. In April 1987, Wilma filed for divorce. Later that year, she wrote a tell-all book. Yabba Dabba Doos and do nots. My life, as a Flintstone. Fred now lives alone in Bedrock. And on the next Real Celebrity Rumors, the Powerpuff Girls. Sugar, spice, and not everything nice. I just want to say thank you to Mark Scalia, Radio Irregardless, I think, something like that. That was awesome. You can find me on funnyforfuns.com. Mike Molly is a handsome guy in the profile picture. Thank you for listening. And you're back at Radio Air Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And still on the Facebook Messenger app is Karen Scalia of Salem Food Tours. My volume hey, is like... thanks for having me. See, there you go. Like, I can hear you fine. But if I turn my head at some point, it like the whole volume drops. I don't understand. <laughs> you invest in the show a little bit. That's not a bad thing. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> These headphones are falling apart. I mean, I don't want to spend $300 on headphones. Not that I don't love my listeners, but fuck, what? <laughs> You could sound what it, I love that voice you do when you sound like the kid that's in the basement with all the like technology and all of that. Oh, okay. You can, Thank you for joining me on your this is a special podcast edition. <laughs> this is a wonderful show. Now, for those of you just joining us, we are now contemplating the difference between Pokemon. We are putting them in order the, from most powerful Pokemon all the way to the to the weakest, non-desirable Pokemon. Now, I know that you we had a lot of controversy last week because we were talking about how Yu-Gi-Oh was not as cool as the Pokemon. <laughs> and I know I got I got some I got some very very upsetting emails and they were per, they were addressed personally to me. And for those of you, please, that type of profanity is unwelcome. <laughs> We've met these kids at Best Buy. <laughs> I love my tech, but some kids just with the fucking Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> we were watching cable. We got in. 
Karen had some problems with her phone. When we come back, we're trying to relax. Karen turned on TV. The show, I think it's called the show The Doctors. Was that on? Yeah. Yeah. Today, you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some and we're talking, a guy was taking pictures. Apparently, they had a bunch of weight loss stuff like that. But one guy took a picture of himself. Apparently, he said his penis was 19 inches long. For what purpose? I guess it's so you can fuck somebody in the other room. I don't know. <laughs> but the thing was, the, after an examination, he it, was a liar. He was. They, he was a liar. Apparently, true. apparently, his penis was like six inches, but his foreskin made up the difference. And he had made this, and this hurts everybody, even the ladies. He made his foreskin longer by hanging weights off it, which. You're making me relive this horrible what? thing again. I didn't need to know it the first time. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, how does that sell? How does it, you know, uh, by the way, I don't know if you knew this. I've got 19-inch foreskin. Fuck, why? Oh, it's stop. what? That's just, I, I've seen a photo of such things. It's disturbing. Kim, your browsing history <laughs> needs to be cleared right away. <laughs> My brother said, I found a Pokemon in the White House, and I deported it immediately. <laughs> Board, hashtag border wall. <laughs> She's like, shh. <laughs> we only have a few more moments together, so relax. I want to vent a little bit to you. Because you asked me about, po you asked me about, what is this? You asked me about the, the kid in the basement. It's like college radio. Yes, uh College, college radio is interesting. That's what I want to do. I'll buy invest in college radio. Yeah, this is college radio, and everybody's very upset with us, you know, because we have a band and we've been playing all around <laughs> Coolidge Corner. Wait, wait. I got to yeah. back up and give. I got it. Yeah. I people aren't going to know what you're doing. I'm doing we college radio. Let me, yeah, let me give the um, <laughs> let me give the backstory on this. We were coming back from New York, and uh, there was this kind of alternative music channel. That I picked up on FM in Connecticut. Uh, we must have been near one of the big schools, and it was just—I don't know—like typical, like kind of yeah, alternative we're college we're doing, music. We're doing things that like nobody's doing, and we're like—I don't want to say—I don't want to say we're inventing a new style, but clearly no one else is doing what we're doing. So that's yeah. See, if I, you know what I got to do? I got to increase the bass. Hold on. Let me increase. Let me increase the bass in my voice. So, so Mark starts yes. doing riffing and like, creating these songs yeah. in this voice. It now, was now so we've funny. Uh, we've been in four bands, and the current evolution of the band is uh, it's called um, it's actually a symbol, and it's a, a question mark <laughs> uh, followed by a backwards question mark, and the name of the band is Huh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we're it's. I, I don't want to say we're like. And they have to be vegan, gluten free. Yeah, we are. And uh, <laughs> we had the reason we've gone through so many band members is because we have an organic sound and we choose to have everything organic the same way. Um, <laughs> you know, if you're not organic, I don't I don't know what to tell you because clearly, that's 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 where everything's going. <laughs> it's going in an organic fashion, and uh, our drummer is vegan. And our 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 lead bass. We don't like to say lead bass, but the one of our main bases. Uh, um, and we don't we don't want to give personality, but we say they are really good, and we really enjoy what they do with with their instrument, and they're so good. And we've, you know, I mean, last uh, last show we did, there were close to eighteen 
people and they were just they were good and a tour manager is yes a double blind vegan yes and yep. yes and uh all all natural it's raw uh, like our sound is raw and our diet is raw uh, <laughs> we're just we're just really we're just really into that and can we you don't describe your can yeah. you describe your rehearsal space yeah well we have a we have a, we have a rehearsal space and we don't believe in using any um any resources we're not only acoustic we're non we're, we don't even want to violate the sound waves so we we just we don't uh we don't plug into anything and we use 100 percent solar power and matter of fact when you come when you come to one of our shows and there's by the way there's never a cover because we don't believe in that we don't believe in corporate we don't believe in you know um charging money we just um we just uh what is it we're t- <laughs> Is your, is your band farmed a concert stage? <laughs> My brother just wrote one of the funniest things. Is your band farmed a concert stage? It's perfect. That's exactly it. It's like yes, and, you know, it's like, and speaking and speaking of vegan, you're in, you're in the food tours, and we were thinking. We were thinking we'd like to tour with you, like from stop to stop. That'd be good. And it, uh, it's we're. I heard you like to dumpster dive for food. Is that is that um, true? Well, and, and you're doing a lot of thrift store shopping. Well, no, we, we don't. Well, we don't. We don't like to call them thrift stores. That's very uh, derogatory. People do because it's not <laughs> thrifting. It's what it is. Is it's 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 recycled clothing. And uh, if it's thrift, it indicates it's cheap. And we actually, um, we have uh, some friends who are in the band, actually, and they have their own recycle stores. And they make, uh, they do all right. Not corporate-wise, like we don't we don't run into that. All that money goes entirely uh, into their pockets. And it's such a good cause. Such, we have compost diving, which is... So, um, what's the name of your new album that you guys are working on? Um, it's the name of our new album is called "Corporate America Is the Devil," and it, uh, <laughs> yeah, and it's, and it's like we're we're not trying to name a call, but uh, so we we don't we don't want corporate America to feel bad about itself, but it really should, and that's where we are sustainably non-conformist, and that's where we are. And that's. According That's to Kim's, the name of the band. Now. Yes, according to Kim's. What's the name so, of your next song? Sustainable Nonconformist. <laughs> uh, our, our latest song is called Sustainable Nonconformist. Essentially, it's just this. That's it. It's a single clap, and that's <laughs> and that's it. Says something. It 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 speaks to people. And our our album is actually available um, uh, through um, Spotify, I think. <laughs> Um, because it's all free and we're not, we're like, we're giving it away because, you know, corporate greed. Um, and our second, our second song off that same album is called. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) A single slow clap. Yes, that is it. That's a, that's a, that's a weird segue. So. So when people come to Salem, they can now uh, describe it. Describe a typical tour. Let's segue into that. Let's. I hope that uh, I hope that he comes back and visits the show again. What's his name? Oh, uh, Clyde Kyle. It's Kyle. 
Kyle Claude. It's Kyle Claude. Kyle Claude. He hasn't he hasn't decided on his name yet. Because labels are conformist and I refuse to be. Kyle Claude. That's right, Kyle Claude. <laughs> All right, thank you, Kyle Claude. You yes. should definitely come back and, okay. and visit the show again. Okay. And, and, and in closing, a single snap. <laughs> That is like my, that's the equivalent of free bird for us right there. It's it's a beautiful thing, Kyle Claude. So, it's a beautiful thing. No, talk about the tours. Because <laughs> it's almost, it's Welcome a we're back, Mark. Yeah, we're running up. We're running, we're loading close. So oh, now with the website, now with the website all jacked up and ready to kick ass. It's 2018, our tours have launched. We've got a food tours listed, coffee walks, spirits trolley, and all of that. So thank you for letting me talk about the uh, the tours. We appreciate that. And uh, we're going into our sixth year, which we're really excited about. And I'm um, looking forward to a great season. You know, um, it's a little quiet right now, but that's that's typical for this time of year. Uh, so we really kind of promote just promote our tour partners as much as we can right now. Um, remind people that you know, winter times a really good time to uh, support local business, small business. So I'm on the I'm on the the book a tour. Yeah. And you got coffee walks Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Actually, almost all week. And uh, some availability near food tours coming out, and and then the Salem Spirits Trolley. There, you have some private ones, and then you have some public ones, right? Yeah, really excited about that. Last year, we got more and more requests from corporate and private groups uh, for spirits trolleys. Um, it's a great way for like corporate teams, um, business groups up to 34 people to kind of have just a really fun afternoon outing and we custom craft them and we have a very funny host uh the host the spirits trolley um that'd be, and, uh, that'd be me I, I would do that <laughs> i would be on that it's I, not kyle claude no i he have, doesn't like to be around alcohol i have much more energy than claude. <laughs> <laughs> my so. brother said his pants are made out of recycled rainforest friendly friendly vegan Virgin hemp. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we're we're so into hemp. Not only do we wear it, we actually smoke it, and it's so good. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, you know something. Let's regroup a little bit because I was going to ask you some stuff, but you, <laughs> we got off on a tangent. So let's take our third and final break, and we come back. We're gonna maybe we'll play a real quick little thing with you. I I think let's 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 try that. You're listening to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or co-workers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. To leave a question or comment, call the Radio Air Regardless hotline at 978-219-9294. You're back at Radio or Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and still Karen Scalia of Salem Food Tour, still on the Facebook Messenger app. So we've talked, uh, we, that was a huge segue in the last break, so sorry. 
You're still there? That's all right. Oh, there we yeah, go. Oh, yeah, like, I'm still here. Yep. I was like, she left. She left. She's she's in a different world. She's, <laughs> anyway, so if people are unfamiliar with Salem, or if they're thinking about coming to Salem, when is the best time to come and why? When is the worst time to come and why? And can you get away with it? And what should they do if they are mm-hmm. unfamiliar with Salem in general? Okay. Um... Wow, that's a lot. Okay, <laughs> I'll try to answer that. Um, Taking it in bits and pieces. <laughs> all right, this is going to sound... Okay, so the quote-unquote the worst time to come to Salem. <clears throat> um, it's going to sound trite, but literally there's something to do all year, so there's really no bad time to come to Salem. That being said, you got to know yourself. For example, we get into busy season. If you're not a crowds person, then you probably don't want to be here on a Saturday in October. You want to come on a Thursday. You want to come on even a Sunday. Um, you know, you get into Friday evening into Saturday. Very busy in the city. A lot of traffic coming in in October. Um, so that's what I say to people: if you want to enjoy haunted happenings which is a month-long celebration in the month of October, and you're not a person who likes long lines and big crowds or waiting 45 minutes for a pizza, then get yourself here on a Wednesday or Thursday. You'll have a great time, and you won't have any other wait. If you love crowds and you want to see people dressed up, come in on a Saturday. Um, I think one of the undiscovered times of year is this time of year in Salem because it's, of course, beautiful here in the summertime. Um, That's our second busiest season to the fall. And uh, it was a lot of people forget we are a waterfront coastal community, and so there's some great things happening in the summertime. Um, it, it's a really good escape. But this time of year, Salem is—it's just really peaceful and beautiful, and um, uh, things are going to start to reopen again. If they're not open already, they'll start to reopen in February and March. So um, you kind of own the city when you come here on a Saturday this time of year. So it's kind of nice to also get here this time of year. Probably a long-winded way of saying. <laughs> no, and that's fine. I, I was going to say, because when people think of Salem, they tend to come here in October. But if there's something to do all year, which there is, and I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's not like it's people like, oh, let's go down the Cape or let's go up to Maine or something like that. You can spend the day in Salem and it's you can not do everything and you could you stay oh, overnight. Yeah. There's hotels and Yep. You know. I think the trick with Salem is, first of all, when you get here, there really is a there's a lot to do and a lot to see. And uh, you know, I do get phone calls from I I I do field a lot of phone calls from people planning vacations uh, that will ask um, you know uh, some advice. And I you know I say there's certain things you want to kind of see and do and try, and that's all great. But also leave yourself a little time to just stumble and explore because you're going to pop into a shop that you weren't expecting. You're going to sit down and have a great glass of wine somewhere. So you want to leave yourself a little time to just just stumble a little bit, and that's that's a lot of fun. Well, and uh, in, my, uh... in the summertime, the waterfront area for sure. My, my brother just posted, little, do it in his voice, little Karen Sclear takes you to these re- Salem restaurants, but you don't <laughs> eat the whole meals, disgraceful, fake meals. <laughs> now, that's always the question. Yeah, people, we can't get away from that voice, can we? <laughs> people, people always say, and I know there's, you know, people have been on other tours and different cities and things like that. So, Tasting tour. So with your tours... Now, you have different tours where, the, obviously, they just do some tastings, and then other mm-hmm. ones where they eat a little bit more. 
Um, but describe the, I guess, the amount of food because that's always a concern about people. Yeah, I mean, I get a, I get that question a lot. Um, a lot of people say, you know, should we make dinner plans after your food tours? And I, it, it, everyone's different. I've had the time good people in the world on my tour that could eat, you know. I, I, eat us out of house and home if they wanted to and then I've had these you know big guys that have like two sample plates and they're like I'm full so everybody's different I basically because it's kind of like a roaming dinner party and you're doing small tastings if you were to kind of put them all together um, it's a little over a full meal uh, that you get um, I would say if you're going out to dinner afterwards you're not going to have the heaviest meal of your life. You might get appetizers or split a, split an entree. You're going to most people say they feel pretty satisfied at the end of the tours and would only want something kind of light for like a late supper afterwards. Uh, and you would recommend and that's for our regular food tours, right? And you would recommend, of course, somewhere they could go and go. Well, we didn't. Oh this yeah, absolutely. They're welcome wherever we end up. They're welcome to stay and have a full meal if they wanted to, and they can use, of course, my website as a dining guide if they want to go back to any of the places that we visited that afternoon. They're welcome to do that, and um, you know we can't load people down too much because we do need people. It is a walking tour, and uh, and although Salem is in hilly, you know we've got some ground to cover. So uh, you know we try to pace it out nicely give people just enough that they don't they're not you know so full that they can't move on to the next stop and um, yeah there's some really great things around the city I mean I have one question I get on the tours a lot what is your favorite restaurant and this is my honest answer it depends what I'm in the mood for you know if I'm in the mood for a pizza or if I'm in the mood for a piece of fish you know and like it depends and even that it always just depends what I'm kind of hankering and there's something here for everybody in Salem and certainly there's so many different types of food that that's covered in the city it's it's easy to uh, to get a good meal here so you are available the calendar's up the website yeah. is up it's all relaunched so. And this weekend is Salem so sweet, actually. Um, so the ice sculptures will be here, uh, and those will be lit up Saturday night at 6 o'clock. Uh, there's going to be different um, tastings around town, um, and people can go to uh, the um, Salem So Sweet website uh, and get information on that, and that's a lot of fun. Um, there's some really good chocolates places here in Salem. Um, I, I got to give a shout out to Yield Pepper Candy Company um, and Turtle Alley Chocolates too, and Harbor Sweets. Uh, three chocolate shops here in Salem that are absolutely amazing. Caramel French Patisserie, Jody B Bakes, and uh, Milk and Honey and AJ King are doing delicious chocolatey baked goods for Valentine's Day. And then, of course, my tour partners are all doing kind of romantic menu items for uh, uh, Valentine's Day. So a lot of good stuff happening in February. It's definitely worth checking out Salem.org and um, and Salem's So Sweet. There you go. Say a great promote. What's oh, she's like dope. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for being part of the show, Karen. Thank you for having me. All right. See, now we're all set. It's a lot of fun. And now you know where all the chocolate is for next week because next week, yeah. Valentine's Day. <laughs> so that's it. All right. So I'll let you go. Thanks for being part Thank of the you. show. And I'll Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, I'll just open a door and I'll see you. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Thank you. Bye. That was Karen Scalia, everybody. <laughs> Karen Scalia. She's right next door. <laughs> anyway. A lot of good things going on in sale. And of course, yeah, next week is Valentine's Day, so get your chocolate on. 
I like white chocolate. That's why I can't wait for Easter because I want to eat white chocolate. <laughs> white chocolate. So let me tell you where I'm going to be this weekend, and then we'll wrap up this show. Tomorrow night, Thursday night, uh, just digging out, I guess, or drying out from all the snow and slash rain and cold. Friday night, I'll be back at Headliners Comedy Club, but this time we're doing a fundraiser in that location. Last weekend, I had a ball there. But uh, same location, but we're doing a fundraiser. Saturday night, I'm going to be down the Cape, going to do another fundraiser down at Centerville. Centerville mass on the cape and you would think oh it's a cape it's so far no it's it's only like an hour and 15 it's it's i'd rather go to it's like going to york except it's harder because you got to go through the city and blah 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 so that's what i got coming on so always you know check out the website see where i got going on i'd love to see it and speaking of that we got all kinds of things if you want to be part of the show you can email me at radioirregardless at gmail.com. You can call the hotline, 978-219-9294. Next week is Valentine's Day. No show, but the week after that, February 21st, we'll be back on air. Hey, Phyllis, get, get well soon. Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. Your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuis. All music and audio clips used, property of their respective copyright owners. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2017. All rights reserved. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello. Just one, two, three.